Got Your Back Podstream is brought to you by Kinprint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products, using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. Kinprint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit kinprint.ca. You had a fantastic Christmas break, everybody, and welcome back to Got Your Back. We are back and ready to rock and roll post-Christmas. Rob Brown, Jason Strudwick are standing by today. Not going to lie to you, the give-a-shit meter is still a little low coming out of the Christmas break with all the turkey in the belly, so how much hockey value is there going to be today? I can't promise you, but I think there'll be some chirps and some laughs, so if you feel like it, stick around for the next hour or so got your back is always brought to you by Sherwood Buick GMC and they want to thank you for your continued support throughout 2023 it's because of you that they are the number one GMC volume dealership in Canada they'd like to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas a Happy New Year and a fantastic 2024 ahead we're going to be doing a crap ton of podcasting thanks to our great friends at Sherwood Buick GMC our title sponsor visit Phil and the crew in Sherwood Park or online at www.gmcpod.com. And we are coming to you from the Long Shot Studio here in Sherwood Park. Amazing golf and fantastic sports bar experience. Visit longshots.ca. That's Longshots with a Z. Everybody looking a little more round in the face. Got a few holiday LBs on. Zuby, if you can, you can pop in too, Zuby. We want to see your face and say hello. Can you? What's going on, buddy? There he is. Of course, I'm able to do these things. Hi, hi Rob. This is very Brady Bunch. Hey, what's up? This is very Brady Bunch. Uh, how many pounds, Strutty? Like, what will the Christmas poundage be for you? Two, three to get rid of? Four, five? Yeah, what are you going to look like? Yeah, probably in that. I mean, I'm not I'm not a glutton, right? I'm not just uh, strapping on a feed bag and just eating for <laughs> two days. But, you know, like I do, it's hard. When someone makes a really nice meal, I just can't, I can't say no. They put the effort into it. So that's a couple pounds, but I don't think that's crazy amount, right? Brownie, what do you figure, buddy? How's it go for you? It went good. Uh, well, I had Christmas dinner, then I had Christmas dinner again last night, and I'm having Christmas dinner again tonight because my wife makes enough that I can do it for three straight nights. <laughs> um, but we also we go we go into the gym every day. Christmas Day is the only one we took off. So wow, yeah, uh huh. You it's don't get plan. this body. You don't get this body by by uh, sitting on a couch, struts. I stopped counting pounds before Christmas and after, but because I feel like weight is kind of like age. It's like how you feel. You're as heavy yeah, as sure, you feel, sure. and I feel heavy, but I'm not going to put a number on it. I was, uh, I was, I, I kind of think every day during the break. I'm like, today is going to be the day I get back on the bike. And I was thinking <laughs> after the show, you know, what I'm going to do <clears throat> do the pod today, and then I'm going to go hit the bike for a little bit, and then we'll go do some family stuff later tonight. And I completely tanked that idea because as I walked into my office to prepare for the podcast, I grabbed a giant handful of licorice all sorts mm. and sat it on my, I've just filled my stomach filled with sugar and crap 
which will demotivate me and I will go nowhere near the bike now, Strads. Yeah, I know it's hard. It, it is a hard time you're having this stuff all around, right? So it, it does. I think you have to just give yourself a pass. And then you, have, you do have to have a hard out point, though, where you start trying to, trying to feel good about yourself again. So let's lay out the podcast. Normally we're live streaming, guys. We normally do that, but a little too hard with people leaving on vacation and such. So if you're watching this on our YouTube channel uh, live, it's we're actually we'll call it a pod stream. So it's pre-taped. Um, not going to be a ton of World Junior analysis. We're doing this pre-Canada's game uh, against Latvia. So uh, we'll dig into that a little bit later on in the week. We'll check in with Team Canada and how they're doing. But we're going to have some fun today on the podcast. We'll tell some stories, muck around a little bit. We'll talk some oil. You're going to want to stick around for our Ask Us Anything segment because, well, we're just going to ask each other questions. I've told the guys, come up with one question to ask everybody else on the podcast. I'm not sure where this is going to take us, but it might be worth hanging around for. So looking forward to a fun pod today. And we'll try and keep it to a nice tight hour because everybody's still busy during this holiday season. Let's get to the breakdown brought to you by our great friends over at Adrenaline Diesel. Any issues that you are having with your heavy duty engine, the crew over at Adrenaline Diesel can take care of it for you. They've got seven gigantic bays. They've got a ton of absolute professionals, lots of experience in both not only the repairs, but in customer service. They know how to treat you. They know how to do it well. They know how to fix your problems. Whatever issues you might be having, they're the experts at fixing it. Check out AdrenalineDiesel.ca for more on that. Guys, we will start out with a little bit of uh, Euler chatter. 15-15-1, they hit the break. 7-3 and three in their last 10. They won a couple. They're five points back, kind of that playoff wild card race with a couple of points in or a couple of games in hand. Yeah. Brownie, what's your sense on the biggest need for improvement as they come out of this break and get going again? Like if you could sort of tap one area of the Oiler game and say, I grant you better, what would it be? Well, actually, I think with a 10 and 3 record in their last 13, I think they're going quite well um i guess consistent big saves i think that's the one thing that when they get the big saves at the right moments it seems to spur them in the opposite end when they were struggling they didn't get any big saves they're getting them more and more often now but to me uh their power play is good their penalty killing is getting better they're starting to get depth scoring the stars are playing well so to me consistent big saves at big moments yeah, I like that one. I think I might have jumped on that one too uh, and taken the low-hanging fruit. Instead, uh, what I'm going to do is... <laughs> <laughs> he did. That was an easy one. Goaltending. Win more. Uh, I think... <laughs> Better results. Better results more. Someone's off the Christmas break. Holy cow. That's <laughs> what we're paying you the big bucks for today, Brownie. Wow. So what I'm going to do, guys, is I'm going to say um, I'm looking at three specific players. Fogel, McLeod, and Holloway. They need these three guys to kind of take step forward. They're big, they're fast, they can skate. And I, and I think that they do have the ability to score some. And I think they need these three guys to be impact, not like over the top pink pie. I don't want them to, to suggest they're like top six players, but they need to, you know, we've seen Fogel and McLeod recently, and then Holloway hasn't been, been injured. But those three guys really have to kind of take a step and become consistent um, players that contribute both on and off the stat sheet in the second, quote unquote, second half. Shot yeah, I, I think that's fair. I'm going to point to Darnell Nurse, and I'm going to say Darnell Nurse has been trending towards and playing like 
a pretty legit number one defenseman here for a period of time. It's been good. He's played as well as he's played in some time. And I think that if he can continue that high level of play through a schedule here in January that's not that bad, uh, I think that's massive, massive for this team. So maybe it's a little bit more specific than Brownie just saying everybody play better and win games. Uh, so that's a little more nuanced an answer, I would say. But I think that Darnell Nurse playing the way he is for this team, for it to continue, I think would be massive, okay. massive for this group. Okay, I want to go back then. I want two players, two players to play better, Kane and Brown. They're not going to mm, go anywhere no. unless Kane and Brown both start yeah. playing with some Struddy and I would like Brown to be better as well. Yeah. I've got him at 15 goals. At one point, I said 15 goals he's going to get to. I, I honestly think he's going to find – I do think he's going to find the back of the net, guys. I just – too talented a player to get zero across the boards. So let's take a look at their schedule here. Uh, the next – so they play three games before the new year. What do they got? They got uh, San Jose, L.A., Anaheim in a four-day stretch. They got back-to-backs, L.A. and Anaheim. Guys, I took a look at their January schedule. Like, and for people who haven't taken the time to look at it, I'm going to rip you through the teams quick here, okay? So, again, San Jose, L.A., Anaheim. So, two out of three there are, you know, should be doable. You got Philly, uh, Ottawa, uh, Chicago, uh, Detroit, uh, Montreal, uh, Toronto. That'll be a big one. Everyone will enjoy that one. Seattle, doable. Calgary, we'll see. Battle of Alberta. Columbus, Chicago, Nashville. Like, think about that stretch of 14 games, you guys. I mean, what, what number of wins do you think it'll be? Maybe predict that. What number of wins in that 14 game? That is not a murderer's row in January. And by the way, they, they play seven of those 11 games. They play at home in the month of January. And they play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. For the last three weeks of the month, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday, th like this is not going to be a difficult month. How many struds? Yeah, I, I'll go Out first because I don't, I don't want Brownie to, uh, you know, trumpet and say they're going to win some. You know, like I, he's yeah. pretty broad. The guys, I think they're going to win a few games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm going to do this, guys. I've got them actually with a six game win streak and a three game winning losing streak in that group. Oh, uh, that all being said, I have them at nine and five. Uh, I think there's Ooh. some. Some some easier ones and some games. I Are think you serious? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I got yeah. Like you know, I, I'm yeah. not gonna jump on yours, Struds, because yeah. then we'd both be wrong. I'm gonna go 12 and 2. 12 and 2. 12 and 2. They're gonna go 12 and 2. Holy snap, Brownie. Whoa, I was the only I was the one that gave them a hundred percent chance of making the playoffs. I'm sticking with them. I think they're gonna be 12 and 2 in this month. I think they'll have a couple hard games. LA is gonna be a tough game, <clears throat> Toronto's gonna be a tough game. There'll be a couple Nashville, possibly depending on where they are at that time. But yeah, I think I think there's a good chance of going 12-2. A couple of the games may go into overtime, but they're going to get that extra point. I'm giving them 11 wins of the 14. Oof. I'm going to say 11 wins. Struds, they have found a huge portion of their game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you look at this schedule, man, I mean, I would look at this schedule and say the Leafs, and we'll see what happens with L.A. Those are two games where the orders will be going in and I'll be going, I'm not sure which way this is going to go. Okay. Every other opponent that they have, I would, and all due respect, every other one of these opponents, they should be able to beat mm -hmm. if they're playing close to their game. 
Like, how many toss-ups are there on the schedule of 14 games? I see two. That's why I went 12 and two. You don't think that I think the Kings are and uh, are, are are better than the Oilers? Okay, okay. so that's one that's toss. One. I have I have them as a, that's a that's a win. So you know uh, what I'm saying, like yeah, like oh, yeah, one yeah. where where you you're not looking at the Oilers going, they should probably I, win this game. I think the Leafs goaltending is a challenge, but still, I think that's another game that I, I put that as a toss up. I have the Preds so as a toss up. Yep. I have Seattle as a toss up. Really? Um, really? And then, yeah, I do. And then right. who else? I have another game in there. I, I well, you up. actually have three more you need. Yeah, crack. So I have the, I have them losing to the least Kraken and Flames. I have them losing to the Preds and the and the Kings. Like you know, the Oilers have a way better winning percentage than Seattle. I mean, I Seattle is a couple points up on the Oilers. They played thirty five games. They're right. two games under five hundred. But I think that you know they're, they're what are they in their last thirteen? to we say was it ten and three? Ten and three. So so what I'm talking about is a twenty one and eight run. That's an incredible run. What you guys are talking about mm-hmm. is you know you're you're talking about a, a twenty four and. No, twenty. No, and ten and three. Run. No, no. Which I'm talking about a twenty-two and five run. Like that's incredible. That's incredible. Yep. So there's going to be some that are you're, they're just. I don't know. I if I I hope I'm wrong. I but I think I'm more the the realist here. And I mean nine to five is a pretty good run, right? If they get to ten and four, I think nine to five is a good run against uh, good teams. They, there's only two teams above them in the play uh, right now. No. Well, I guess three because Nashville's probably ahead of them still. In the in the well, Calgary isn't Calgary above? Well, Seattle is too. Yeah, but no, Seattle, Seattle, Calgary, I'm talking winning percentage Nashville. though. Winning oh, percentage, yeah, winning so. percentage wise. Yeah. Okay. yeah, okay, that's fair. If you want to use that, I mean, they've got a better winning percentage in the Flames. Yep, I think only Toronto, Nashville, and LA have a better winning percentage. Yeah, like Struds, if they go nine and five over this 14 game stretch, they're going to be disappointment. Yep, disappointment. Yeah, yeah. There's a possibility. Maybe, maybe I revise it to ten and four, but I, I, I just don't nope, know that. Not allowed to change. No, okay, no, that's fair. That that's was fair. weak, dude. I, that I, was weak. Wow. I think I'm being cautious. You gotta stand by your convictions. Don't uh, get bullied. Point. Don't let your opinion get bullied. Fair, no, that's <laughs> fair point. And we're intimidating. Point, <laughs> uh, uh, okay, well, let's try and remember this so we can remember. Zuby, make yeah. a note at the end of the month. Let's go back to these predictions and see where we landed because. This will be interesting, a real interesting month for the Oilers. They could go a long way into, uh, you know, getting themselves back into great playoff positioning by the end of this 14-game stretch. All right, that was the breakdown brought to you by Adrenaline Diesel. In our next segment, takeaways, a little bit lighter fare, but you're going to want to stick around for it. Uh, One of our sponsors made just an incredibly massive mistake this Christmas and tell a little story about that. Uh, And I don't know. We'll see what else comes up in our next segment. So quick break, and we'll be back. Hey, everyone. It's Kelly here from United Sport & Cycle. Christmas is just around the corner, and we've got everything you need for the athlete and sports fan on your list. With over 30 different sports under one roof, including hockey, bikes, ball, and our amazing fan shop, United is your one-stop shop for everything sport. Don't know what to buy? A United gift card is always a fan favorite. United Sport and Cycle, your Santa's workshop for over 95 years. Time to talk about your mortgage? It doesn't have to be a daunting conversation. With over 16 years in the industry, Maria Gallus with Maximal Mortgages knows how to make it easy. With access to dozens of different lenders, let Maria customize the perfect solution for you. Whether you're purchasing, refinancing, or renewing, or a first-time buyer, Maria's simplistic approach and expert advice will have you feeling confident you're in great hands making informed decisions. 
take the stress out of your mortgage journey, contact Maria Gallus at mortgagesbymaria.ca. That's mortgagesbymaria.ca. Long Shots Golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans. Top-of-the-line TrackMan simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience, while a full-service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination. They have locations in Sherwood Park and Edmonton. Experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town. Visit longshots.ca. That's longshots with a Z.ca. <clears throat> Time after takeaways brought to you by Martin Motorsports. Take advantage of the mild winter weather with a new quad or side by side. Martin Motorsports is clearing out their 2023 models of Can Am, Outlanders, and Defenders. Stop by the West or South Edmonton dealerships and start your next adventure today. Their showroom is unreal. It's like Disneyland when you walk in there for the adventurer. <laughs> It is a ton of fun. It's worth it to just go check it out. Go see Chris and the great staff over at Martin Motorsports. So did we uh, We didn't get into the goaltending in the last segment about the Edmonton Oilers, but we've got these 14 games coming up here. Goaltending is always such a fun uh, topic on the podcast. Shreds, how many of the 14 would you start Stuart Skinner, do you think? Well, the schedule doesn't look too crazy as far as back-to-backs and such. No, but no. They just got the one coming up here. Yeah. Just staying with my my pattern, though, of, of you need to give them some some break time, right? You got to try to manage it. So what did I say? Was it three out of four, maybe? Something so like that. I'd probably get four starts at least for Pickard. Pickard. I'd say at, yeah, least, I agree. at least in that four to five range. I go uh, 10 and four. 10 for Skinner, four for Pickard. Yeah, and then it gets it, busy. February is busy. That's when they're gonna yeah. have. Uh, that's where I think they might need a different goaltender to come in. But again, like what an opportunity to get him some starts if he's playing reasonably well because of the quality of the competition, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's none of these games you're looking at. Like, oh boy, you know he's gonna be in one. But I think so, you go backwards. You say which games you want Skinner in for sure. Yeah, right. Flames, Kings. Well, two of the next three, Leap. right? So you Not go two sure. of the next three. You want yeah, him in for, for sure. sure. And then so he, work way in there. So he goes San well, so he goes San Jose, LA, and then you give Pickard the Sunday against Anaheim, would you think? 100%. Right? So Skinner gets the first two, then you go to Pickard, then you go back to Skinner for Tuesday against Philadelphia, and you probably stick with Skinner cuz there's 3 days in between games for the Saturday against Ottawa, and then it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday for the next 3 weeks. So, I mean, and with I don't those know ones, they will and those ones, was you always want to make sure the teams that the Oilers are battling with for a playoff spot, those are the ones you want Skinner in. Those yeah, are the yeah, biggest yeah. games. So yeah. any four-point game, Skinner has to play. Well, yeah. it's easy, too. Both Blackhawk games, you play uh, Pickard. Yeah. To me, that's that's already half half the games he needs to play. Yeah. And then you have to find two yeah. others. Yeah, that's not a bad point by you. You go Skinner in the Battle of Alberta, right? You let your yeah. guy take on that. You go Skinner against the Leafs, that's for sure. The Kings, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, how it stacks up. We're going to have tons of hardcore hockey content in the coming weeks here. The orders are going to get back to it, and we're going to dive in with all of our analysis and all of that really intense hockey stuff. We're kind of taking her a little bit more easy today as we're uh, still coming off the holiday mood. I'm not sure how your guys' family holidays went, but, uh, man, we had a blunder of epic pr- proportions on oh, our boy. side of the family here, boys. 
Like this one, I don't know if he's going to be – it's going to be years before he lives this down. So my brother Rob uh, runs the branch DLR Vinyl down in Calgary. So everybody's in town for Christmas. Brothers all travel in. Everybody's here. Whole families together. Christmas Eve, Rob goes to start laying out all the presents, you know, for the kids and getting everything all squared away and, you know, making room for Santa stockings and all that stuff. Realizes at 11 p.m. on Christmas Eve, did not bring a single gift for his wife. Left it all at home in his Whoa. closet in Calgary. Whoa. Zero Christmas presents for Jamie on yeah. Christmas morning. Not a thing. Not a single thing. Zero. How did that go over? I mean, Jamie's a good sport, so she laughed it off. But more than anything, when the rest of us found out about it, it's been relentless. Like, it has just been <laughs> merciless. Like, that's the bad one, man. Ruined Christmas. Yeah. Ruined her Christmas. Wrecked it. Not very thoughtful, that's for sure. <laughs> well, he, he couldn't fit the brand new car underneath the Christmas tree. That's what I would have went with, no, sweetheart. No, no, no. It's going to be an expensive one, but I'll pay the price, yeah. though. Well, the best part of it when we found out, so we found I found out Christmas Day, and so like we were sitting around the Christmas table, and it's like, okay, one by one, everybody, what was the favorite thing you opened today? <laughs> and Rob's just even the nephews got in on it. Everybody was taking a run at Uncle Rob for smashing Jamie's uh, Christmas all to bits. So I consider myself a pretty decent gift giver. Like, how are you, Brownie? You give it you, very good. I, you, I like spoiling. It's my favorite part of Christmas: spoiling the. Your wife's not taking your stuff back all the time. Uh, well, there were there was uh, one of the blouses that I bought her this year that I, I got a face, and then she immediately took a picture of it and sent it to my son in Vancouver with uh, WTF uh, beside it because right. she was shocked that I would pick something out. But I think it would have looked good on her. Unfortunately, it's already been taken back. But the That's worst it. the worst Christmas I had though was. See, I don't remember any Christmas before the age of 18. Concussions, zero Christmases. Can't remember a single one. But the, the weirdest Christmas I had, my first one away in Pittsburgh, uh, my mom used to spoil us, sent all our presents down. And that was back when you had to fill out all the forms and everything, what's <laughs> in it, write down the, how much it's worth and everything. Uh, I had to go pick it up at uh, Customs. Went in there, and the dude, obviously not a Penguin fan, I said, I don't trust what's written on these sheets. He made me open every single Christmas <laughs> present in the customs office while right. I watched him do it. And when everyone, so my mom probably sent me 10, 12 presents, every one of them in there. And then he said, okay, yep, good. And then pick them up and take them home. So oh. first Christmas away from home. <laughs> and I had to open it with the customs officer. Were well, you he, like happy and surprised with each oh, one? Were you guys discussing oh, yeah. the gifts and like, oh, that's well, a good he, one. Well, he was just dead. I don't even know what I'm allowed to say on a podcast. He was not Whatever a nice he person. Yeah. He's not a nice person. I still remember the look on his face. I just want to reach across, but I'm like, yeah, it probably won't work out well for me. But well, yeah, he, no. he's probably frustrated with you because, you know, you'd lied about back checking in the media. <laughs> and no, then I, he, I was honest he, about back checking. I got enough energy for either forechecking or back checking. <laughs> I can only pick one. One or the other. <laughs> one or the other. And I was a much better forechecker. <laughs> no matter the score. <laughs> How are you, Struds? How's your uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a decent gift giver. You know what? I try. I try my best. And I, I now I wrap the gifts with the gift receipt inside it. <laughs> like for my niece and nephew, I, I, it's kind of like an ongoing joke in our family that I just don't get them at all. And I probably don't. 
but I still try. I go out and try to buy them stuff. And I remember I was wrapping my nephew's thing up and he's, he's a teenager. I thought it was a cool shirt. My wife just said, no, he won't like it. So in goes a gift certificate and or a gift uh, receipt, but at least I try. Like, I think that's, I'm trying and I, I don't get offended if they take it back. But I'm trying. I'm trying to get him something I think looks cool, but I was way off. But can so. we agree, Struds, that given, you know, your situation, that you should not even attempt buying clothes for anybody else? Like, should that not be obvious that that's just not something you try because, you know. Yeah. Is it because he's poorly dressed himself? Is that no, what you're getting no. at right now? I, I, oh, I brownie. Think he's saying because I'm so brownie, good looking, brownie, yes. it's unfair. I don't have to wear nice clothes. <laughs> And I think that's what he's saying. And I, I appreciate the compliment. But Brownie, do you not know the history here with Struds and his dress? Well, I know that Henrik Ludquist, who is now my favorite player ever, mentioned Struds and his inability to look good when he gets clothes on. But 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 you know that Struds' entire life, he has taken an absolute beating from everybody in his life yeah. for his fashion sense. Well, what are you going to chirp about the person? You know, I, let's look at it. <laughs> That hair, the but face, we love the you, bod. bud. We love you. He's great. So you got to talk about the clothes, and the clothes are interchangeable, right? You can oh, you can turn a five to an, a seven with a good outfit, but you're it's hard to get from a nine to a ten with a different outfit, guys. <laughs> okay, Brownie, I got a treat for you, buddy. Brownie, okay. I got a treat for you. You were not yet part of the podcast, but we had a fashion intervention on this podcast. Some people reached out because we have Mister Dirk as a sponsor, right? Mm hmm. So people reached out filled with so much hope that things would be different for Struds and that this partnership with Mr. Dirk would change their life and they would have to stop looking at this mess of a wardrobe from Struddy. Zuby, <laughs> I, th I think we might even have the video. Oh, boy. Zuby, can we show Brownie? And you can keep his mic, our mics open while during it if you want. Can we please show Rob Brown or Mr. Dirk, Jason Strudwick, fashion intervention? Here's a look. Hey, Struddy. Hank here. Three things. One, you're an amazing guy. Two, your laughter <laughs> makes me happy every time. And three, and probably the most important thing, you are an absolute horrendous dresser. Tight jeans, <laughs> covered by sweatpants, covered by socks over top. I remember sometimes when I saw you in your shirt, tie, suit combo. In my head, I was thinking, is this guy blind? Crocs and socks doesn't cut it anymore. Thought, you know what? This is a fixable item here. We can we can absolutely, if I'm going to make some compromises, if making this guy more stylish is one of them, I've got this. Well... 20 years together, 16 years of blissful marriage, and I've failed. I've literally failed. Shona Strudwick, you are a saint. Day after day, month after month, year after year, you have put up with that gentleman walking out of the bedroom thinking that he's hot stuff, and he's a disaster. Do you want to see how bad it gets? He came out of a change room wearing this shirt. I honestly thought I was being punked. I thought he was kidding me. Yeah? <laughs> This is something. This is something. <laughs> Just when you think it can't get worse. Yeah. Hold on. 6'4", 38 inch chest, 38 length arm. Do you think this is what flatters that body? As he dresses in the dark, he comes out and poor Shona has to stare at that every day. In 1980, Al Michaels 
uttered the famous line, do you believe in miracles, when the U.S. beat the Soviet Union in hockey. I hear, Mr. Dirk, you're undertaking the same challenge. Please help him for <laughs> everyone's sake. This guy needs your help. Please help him. I feel good about it. I feel really good about it. You know what? You're going to probably bring him from about an 8 to inching in on a 10. Jason Strudwick is a 4 out of 10. But Mr. Dirk, <laughs> you might be able to get him to a 5. If you can get him to a 5 out of 10 by just dressing him properly, we will all be thankful. I think you're the only people that can get it done. Good luck making Struddy look like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, that's so funny. That, that is good. That is good. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. And those are only a few of the people in his lives that are. Yeah. Yeah. No, we had to cut out. There was, we had like seven more interviews done. We, we just didn't have time. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's fine. You know, you can change the frame on the Mona Lisa, but the Mona Lisa is still a priceless, right? That's how I see it. Uh, <laughs> So I feel bad for people who have to worry about the frame because they've got no uh, no price to start. You saying that you look like a grumpy old woman? Is that what you're trying I, to I say? Said, yeah. I say a priceless painting of a grumpy old woman. <laughs> when is yeah, when are we getting to part two of that? It did say to be continued. It When's did part say two to be coming? continued. We wow. got so busy because we started doing more podcasts that we ran out of time. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll have to get back in there at some point. By the way, Struds, is that a new? Is that a Christmas gift you're wearing today? No, I, I else buy that for myself you? from United Cycle. If you really want to know the oh. truth. I like the purple. I find it it makes my eyes pop. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I like the way it looks. I tell you what, uh, Shona doesn't complain when I come walking in the room. Hey, yo. it sounded wow. like she was complaining during that yeah. whole video, dude. I mean, the amount of content she gave us for that video, I used like a tenth of it. She just went on and on and on and on. It took Zuby and I like two days to weed through it. Yeah, there's some quality garments she took out. And I, I haven't seen those lately, actually. I wonder where they are. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. That was Takeaways brought to you by Martin Motor Sports. If you want to have a little bit of fun, take advantage of the fact that we're not covered in snow. Check out those side-by-sides or quad from Martin Motorsports. They're clearing everything out. Courtesy of our good friends at Martin Motorsports. All right. When we come back, we're going to take a lap. Maybe a trip down memory lane in our Take a Lap segment. We still got Struddy's World and then a special, unique edition of Ask Us Anything. Okay, heroes, are you trying to tough it out through a sports or life injury right now? Trying to prove your mettle by grinding through, gritting your teeth? Well, Redefined Health is here to say it's time to come on in. At Redefined Health, they'll high-five you for your toughness and then get to work on helping you fix the problem. Helping athletes and heroes find better balance, performance, and injury prevention, visit redefinedhealth.com. The Edmonton Sport and Social Club is YEG's top destination for adult recreational sports. Offering over 20 different options, including ball hockey, indoor volleyball, pickleball, and now ice hockey for all you fans out there looking to lace them up for the first time or get back into the game after a few years off, like Strutty. Sign up by December 13th for the winter season beginning mid-January at edmontonsportsclub.com. All right, time now to take a lap brought to you by Backscape. 
The product is taking the online world by storm right now. Get rid of unwanted back hair by yourself with Backscape. The water-resistant rechargeable shaver coupled with the long handle lets you take care of business on your own. Shave in any direction with no bumps or cuts. It's easy. It's fantastic. Right now, their biggest sale of the year, 30 to 50% off. That's my brother Rick there in the uh, demonstration video. <laughs> Visit Backscape.com. That's B-A-K-Scape.com and choose from a variety of packages that can be delivered right to your door. More than a few backscapes were given out in the Rashad household during Christmas, and uh, they got big things planned for the the year ahead. So check them out at backscape.com. Struddy, where do you want to go with today's Take a Lap, my friend? Well, I bet you Rob's wife really enjoyed that uh, gift, the backscape. A uh, very thoughtful gift for him to get his wife. Hey, if you had nothing else wow. in there, if you had, <laughs> you had nothing else under the tree, just wrapped one of those up for her. <laughs> Are you saying that Mrs. Brown? Needs- no, I think it was, you're talking about me? No, I'm talking about your brother because I had nothing else. He had nothing else to wrap up, so he wrapped that up and threw it under the tree for Okay, her. but you realize you made that sound like Brownie got a backscape for his wife. No, 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 no. Never. Did he like not just say, I'm sure Mrs. Brown enjoyed that gift? No. Rob, that ra- you wrapped no, up? I said your brother, Rob, just made the wrong mistake, right? He had, no, he had nothing else for his wife, so he just wrapped up and threw Brownie, it under. Brownie, what did you stuff. just hear? I heard what I heard what Strud said. Oh. I did. <laughs> I thought yeah, you I said that Strud's got one, or that Brownie got one for his wife. No, 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 no. All right. No, I never say. said it. Holly, Holly and I saw each other fired. for a while in Chicago. We used to date. <laughs> <laughs> it was a two-year part we weren't actually even on a break holly and i no, just strides this it was fun. Right in. <laughs> whoa yeah. it's a story oh, for another day all right let's get yeah, into it. let's go a trip down memory lane obviously i think christmas is a very special time uh yeah the nhl is still a big part of it but we see younger players i want to take us back to 1988 when a, an, a when a brave cis coach named dave chambers took on a World Junior Championship for Team Canada, led by Greg Hoggett and Rob Brown. Talk about <laughs> the prisoners uh, running the asylum in there. But Rob Brown, an incredible year for you. You won the gold medal, six goals, two assists. What blows me away, though, you were minus one in that tournament. How is that <laughs> even possible? They kept plus minus back then? I just I went back and I watched every game and I was detailed. <laughs> and I saw – no, I'm just kidding. Actually, I think you were plus 11 or 12. But Brownie, I mean, it was incredible. You and Hoggy, uh, uh, Theo Fleury was on that team. Chris Joseph, another local product. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, lot of Western Canadians and, and winning the gold – I believe it was against Russia. Al McGillney had 18 points, I think, in seven or eight games that year, if I remember. Uh, but it must have been a great experience. It, it was. It's funny. The the year before, because I actually got loaned from the Pittsburgh Penguins. They sent me to the World Juniors. I was in Pittsburgh then. The year before, I had I had 212 points in junior and didn't get invited to camp. So it was a real disappointment. Wow. The following year, Pittsburgh sent me to Russia, and it was after the brawl the year before. So it was, uh, <laughs> uh, it was a huge, huge event for, for Canada trying to redeem themselves. And our, our team up front was so good. Our fourth line had Joe Sackick and Trevor Linden on it. That's how good we were up front. We watched a, a game years later against the Russians. Joe Sackick wasn't on either one of our power play units. So we, uh, we were That's good. Insane. We beat the Russians 3-2. Jimmy Waite, best I've ever seen a goaltender play because yeah. the Russians – uh, they were really good, and they may have dominated the second half of that game, but Jimmy Waite stood on his head. But still, uh, the gold medal wearing Team Canada jersey in my favorite hockey moment ever. Yeah, and the Russian team had McGillney and Fedorov. Fedorov, yeah, they were good. Uh, pretty amazing. Like, it, it's just great. Like, I love going, you know, you kind of go through those and see which players 
went on to play and which mm-hmm. ones didn't. And not because it's who's good and bad, but some of those teams were stacked and some you don't think are really that can do that well. They go off. So pretty neat. It's a great memory. Um, the next one, uh, obviously another, just I think they still talk about it at a lot of the Team Canada gatherings. And I'm, of course, I'm talking about the 2006-2007 Spangler Cup played in Davos. Um where a, a, a Jason Strudwick-led team went all the way to the silver medal. That's all they could do. Let's check out this stat line on old <clears> number 34. <throat> Five games, one assist, six pims, minus one in six wow. games played. And that led the, the team Spangler. with a silver medal at the Spangler Cup. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm only kidding. It wasn't the most incredible stat line. But I, Pat Quinn was our coach. And I got to say, that's probably my favorite hockey memory, even though we didn't win gold. Davos, Switzerland, where they hold the tournament is is absolutely incredible place. It's up in the mountains, snow everywhere. Um, the way tre- Team Canada treats you is incredible. Uh, playing in it, they call it the cathedral. It's a wood wood shell, and it's it's just an incredible place to play, and great memories. I know our good buddy Dustin Nielsen still calls the games. He's over there right now, and now Nat Domichelli is one of the managing. I think he's the manager there, former Canvas Blazer in Western League or in Chicago or yep. Calgary Flames. So. I mean, Spangler Cup is is obviously as on the profile of the World Junior, but I think as far as um, good feelings, that's a tournament I would suggest anyone go to if they're looking to go to a Christmas tournament. Do you uh, remember so, the final? Do you remember this game, the score, and who you lost to? Well, I remember I, I didn't come off the ice. We were trying to score, and uh, <laughs> we didn't. Say. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want no one to score. It was the, the final period. I was on the ice the whole time. No shots either way. <laughs> <laughs> the great offensive eliminator at both ends. When Strudz was on the ice, nothing happened at either end of the we, ice. We had three power plays. The three power plays in the third. We didn't get one shot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you check out Dustin Nielsen's Twitter, and he does a great job calling that tournament. He uh, tweeted a picture from what looked like a real good time happening over there, Struds, and said, hey, this is 6.30 at night. This will be going on for another 11 hours. What can you tell us about the party atmosphere there? And not to tell tales out of school, but players must find their fun over there. Come on. You know what? I I didn't. I I didn't. There were so many games that I I really wanted to do well. Like, I'd never represented Canada. And I I was guessing I'd probably never get another chance again. So I really really wanted to play well uh, in that tournament. Um, I remember there was a, a trial game, like, where we played. I think it was Team Canada. We get together, and there was one of the national team breaks. And we played against... I don't remember, maybe like Switzerland. I tried so hard for that game. It was an 8.30 start, and it was like it was my make-or-break chance on American Idol. Like, I was trying so hard, <laughs> blocking shots. Like, I, I I wish I tried that hard in the NHL every night. Maybe I would have been more than a sixth defenseman at best. So um, I didn't go out. Some, I think some of the guys did go out, but it was just the experience, right? You're staying in this cool little hotel. My mom and dad were there. My wife was there. My sister and her, at that time, boyfriend came. And uh, there's so much to do and see. And uh, we had outdoor practices. You know, Pat Quinn only knew my name, and I think Stacy Roost. So we were getting called all the time. Every time there was any issue, Rooster, Strutty, you're up. Yep, that's the right call. I'm going out. I was right out the door. And uh, that's why I think we ultimately probably didn't win. Ronnie, isn't that cute? Isn't that cute that Strutz thought he was a number six in the NHL? Isn't that cute? I should have said Well, You're right. Five, eight, nine, seven. <laughs> his nickname when he played was low event <laughs> low event that's all i wanted i wanted to kill 45 seconds off the clock that's oh. and hurt somebody kill <laughs> scowl at two people hurt one 
No shots at either end, off the glass and out twice. Yeah. Slash someone and then just skate yeah. off. Great shift, Stratty. Thanks, Coach. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, Brownie. What was, what was the conversation that was had with you about a 212-point season and no invite? It was weird. Uh, my dad was the GM in Kamloops, and Hitch was the coach. And we were just waiting for the invitations to the World Juniors. And I got called across the street because in Kamloops, the rink was on one side, the office was on the other. Yeah, I remember that. And Hitch, yeah, and Hitch called me in and said, hey, uh, we just need to talk to you about the World Juniors. And I was all excited. I thought, oh, okay, I'm about to be invited. And he said, you haven't, uh, they decided not to invite you to camp. It's not like I, I went and got cut. I didn't even get to go try out. Who was coaching that one? Uh, he was, oh, he co co coached North Bay, Bert yeah. Templeton. Yeah. Bert Templeton coach. I and then they, they ended Bert up having Templeton. a big brawl. Yeah. And, and apparently at the, at the yeah, he, he's no longer with us, but at the World Juniors, he, I guess he told Hoggy, he laughed, yeah, we didn't even bring Brown. How's that feel? Something like that. I'm like, so I have no idea yeah. what what led to that, but so mm -hmm. I was I was quite upset. I wanted to represent the, my country. So the next year, when Pittsburgh said, "Hey, do you want to go to the World Juniors?" I was like, "Absolutely," and that was one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. Didn't they do the same thing with Ferraro, Struddy? Didn't Ferraro yeah, have like a crazy season? He had yeah. 108 goals and didn't get he didn't make the team either. <laughs> yeah, 108 goals and didn't get to go to the World That's Juniors. That's insane. Probably. Yeah. Probably concerned about how many empty netters that was. That's I bet you Ray had 15 empty netters, <laughs> right? Well, yeah. If he had 15 empty netters, that's still a 93 goal season. I know. Yeah, that's not as impressive as 108. <laughs> that's when he truly became the little ball of hate. Then and there, when that uh, when that rejection happened, he was angry. All right, that was take a lap. Brought to you by our great friends over at Backscape, and we're happy to see Brownie's got his hat on the right way today. His appearance on the podcast brought to you by Kin Print, high quality apparel. And promotional products, excuse me, promotional products designed to take your brand to the next level. He's got the hat. He's got the mug. Visit kinprint.ca. All right. When we come back, Brownie's favorite segment, Strutty's World, yes. and Ask Us Anything. And then our gem of the day to wrap the pod. Very short break. Winter is upon us, so why not make the best of it? Marmot Basin Ski Resort is where it's at. Ski half price every day, no blackout periods. Pick up your escape card for 99 bucks and make winter fun more affordable. Half the price, all the powder. Get yours at www.skimarmot.com. Are you ready to elevate your moving experience? Trusted for over 100 years, Ferguson Moving and Storage are your partners in relocation, ensuring your journey is smooth and stress-free. And say goodbye to surprises with Ferguson's transparent flat rate pricing. Contact them now for a free moving quote and use the promo code FERGUSON to receive $100 off your next move. Visit fergusonmoving.com and let them lift your expectations. When you make a mistake, heads should roll. It's not right. And I'm here. Someone has to put their foot down. Now that I say it out loud, it does sound a little crazy. Guy look good. <laughs> All right, time now for Strutty's World, brought to you by Pathfind, providing you with expert guidance for your transitioning employees. You'll be investing in your employees' future success. Discover how they can assist you Check them out online, www.pathfind.ca. 
Strud, where are we going today, pal? Well, I want to keep it short and sweet. Uh, you know, this this time uh, that the, the Christmas break is great. You know, sometimes you get two or three days off, but it is amazing. You know, you you know these guys are highly fine tuned athletes, and then you know, take two or three days off. That first practice back after you you feel like you haven't worked out for months. You're like, what is going on? The the, the wind, the legs all feel heavy, and most of the time you try to look after yourself. Sure, you might have a night of too many drinks, but that happens during the season as well. But I always found that first game or that first practice back was tough. And then it always felt like we were on the road. So now I got to fly somewhere to play and get your legs going. And, and then you sleep over and try to, you know, burn off what was in you, then play that game that night. Some guys are still in holiday mode, including the refs. But I, I always found that for this game, well, the order's a little bit different because they have a little bit more runway before the first game. But I wouldn't play on the 27th tonight. The big thing is to just tell your – it has to be mind over matter. I know that sounds a little bit like uh, Winston Churchill, but what I mean by that is that you need to just tell your legs they feel okay and get them going. Because I found a lot of times this game, it was a team that more got themselves skating and going in these games that won it because mentally it's hard to get into it, so just get your legs into it. So, uh, again, the Oilers have a little bit more runway, so they'll have a couple skates probably, uh, maybe in a morning skate, but it is a hard game to get going after that holiday break, guys. It's funny, Strads. I always loved the 26 because that is the one game where everyone in the league was my speed. Everybody's <laughs> legs were so tired and so like, all right, now you know what it's like playing at this level at this yeah. speed. So you are now at my conditioning level, everybody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. So let me ask you this, Struds. Would you would you flip the schedule if you could and give melee right out of the gate? Like no. drop an opponent that you cannot be sleepy for right out of the gate, man. They will have your full attention, massive game, just boom. Are you a little more disciplined during the break? Are you a little more prepared when you're coming out of it? What do you think? What no, I, I say out of the break mean? Yeah, I want it. I, I think that's the team, the right team. Because honestly, you still need a mental break, right? And I, I these guys aren't machines. Now that they're they're, I guess in some ways they are, but they're not robots. They they can't just be on all the time. You need to have a bit of a down. And especially if you have a young family, you know, a lot of owners have had young kids or, you know, whatever they, they want to spend time with their loved ones and just enjoy it like a normal person. Um, and then you kind of want to ramp it back up. So again, the owners have, they'd have, you know, a couple practices probably before the game. Then they have San Jose. Then by the time that game's done, you're back into it, right? It's not like you're out for two weeks uh, or, or 10 days like you used to have with the Olympic breaks. That was fun. And that was yeah. worth that bag skate back. I, <laughs> I didn't care. Like, let's get after it. I drank so many mojitos in Mexico one time. I think it was a record. <laughs> Still maybe stands. But uh, but anyways, no, I, I don't I, I think this is the perfect game, Brown. I don't know what what, what are your thoughts? I, 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 I like kind of a soft landing. I, I agree. Now again, it's a soft one of a team that's beat them already this year. Yeah, but good point. Yeah. Good point. Uh, no, I, I I think this the leadership on this group is pretty strong and they'll be focused for game one. Uh, I'd like to get the, the 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 Christmas legs out of the way before you play the big game. That's that's a measuring stick against the LA Kings because I think they're a very good hockey club. I think they're even better than they were last year, and they had a good team last year. So I think get the San Jose, get two points, feel good about yourselves, and then go into a, a strong LA game with a, a little more, as Strud says, runway. You've had a couple practices, you've had a game. Now let's see how we rate against one of the best teams in the, in the NHL. When you hopped onto the ice for warm up, did your legs tell you right away what kind of night it was going to be? Oh, or could 100%. you overcome it, Brownie? Yeah. Could I overcome it? Well, I was yeah. slow no matter what. Yeah. So it didn't really affect me that You know what much. I mean though, when it just like, feels like you got cement in your quads, like when the legs just are not there. 
Yeah, well, yeah, you you simplified your game that night. Uh, Mark Recchi, when I play with him in Pittsburgh, he used to always talk at five minutes into warm-up. How do they feel? Ooh, they're a little dead today. Okay, simplify, mm-hmm. simplify. So you play a little bit different. Uh, although some nights you, you feel your best in warm-up, you have your worst games. Some nights you feel the worst in warm-up, you have your best games. It's just a matter of where the puck bounces. But, yeah, there were days that you knew going into that game, ooh, yeah, this is going to be a long one. But when you, when you used to come to play for the against the Oilers, especially you know when I first broke in the NHL, the ice was so fast. And I remember the first time I touched it, and I came off after warm. I was with the Islanders, and I, I got traded the next day. But I was just screaming, <laughs> "It's jet, jet ice out there tonight, boys! I'm flying! I'm flying!" Like I felt so good. My shots, my passes. I never felt so fast in my life uh, as I did. And I, I've I've never felt that first game. I remember I felt like I was flying. And there's no better feeling because you're like, oh my god! And then you go to Dallas, the old reunion arena, and it was like skating on a on a big floor of Slurpee, and you felt so <laughs> slow. And you look over Mike Modano, I don't think his feet touched the ground. And I I I was trying to make it like a mosh pit. Like, come on, it's all grinded out, right? And and those guys didn't want to, which was frustrating. But uh, man, Edmonton, that ice. I don't know what year is that, early, late 90s? Incredible. Oh, that old Rexall ice, man. Oh. Yeah, Northlands, whatever it was oh. back then. Loved it. Jet ice, jet ice tonight, boys. We're flying. Oh, the problem just, is everybody funny. else was exponentially faster as well, not just you. Oh, I think, though, my jump was bigger than theirs, right? Because I had a bigger <laughs> jump to make. <laughs> All right, that was Studies World, brought to you by Pathfind. Different formula for our Ask Us Anything segment tonight. We're going to ask each other some questions and it'll be brought to you by the shark of the park Rini Buclan of Maxwell Devonshire Realty she's all about amazing service for her client buying a house is a huge deal you need somebody you can trust and who you know is working 24 7 to either sell your home or to help you find a new one two of the biggest decisions you'll make in your life let Rini Buclan help you out call her at 780-994- 0280, that's Rini Buclan, the shark of the park. So I gave you guys a little bit of homework for Ask Us Anything. We're going to ask each other questions in our segment tonight. Because a reminder, we're not live streaming like we normally do. Had to tape a a holiday pod here. But we are taping uh, early in the day on the 27th. So we're not completely out to lunch. I don't know what order we want to go in. Zuby, why don't we let you start, buddy? Yeah. Uh, oh you know, like you are the you are the voice of the fan on this podcast, and people need to understand that. Struds and Brownie and I, we got our jobs to do, and we're kind of da 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 da. You run this podcast technically, and you do a beautiful job, but you are and always have been a massive Euler fan, and I want our audience to understand that. And so you are their voice. So you get to go first. <laughs> I'm going nowhere near anything Euler related in my questions. Unless you want me to. <laughs> I have okay. a backup question. No, no, no. No, no. no. Let's no, do it. How about her, buddy? One question for each of us. Let her buck. Okay, I'm going to go to Strud's first. Um, Strud's, I want to know, what's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, oh man. This will be a while. We've got an organ like this. There's really nothing out of reach. <laughs> Nothing's off the table. <laughs> um, I have probably, heard the karaoke a few times. I have. You did it on I, my birthday. I've been with Hockey Alberta with you. He actually does. He brings the house down. I think Eddie Rabbit, I love a rainy night. I love the rainy night. <laughs> I, yes. I love that song. That is a love good one. that song. That's mm-hmm. You must just bastardize that thing it takes a while to warm this thing up though guys i don't want to risk injury to my you want i've to never seen couple lines i've never seen him lines? karaoke without his tight jeans on too he always wears yeah. his tight skinny well, jeans 
That's mm. kind of like me and Dwight Yoakam, same style. It's <laughs> part of the Put, uniform. Putting his organ on display. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's next, Chris? Okay, Shogger, um, yeah. what's the most, mem- let's say, most memorable Christmas gift you've ever received, even going back to childhood, if that's something that pops into your mind? Uh, one year I got the WWF wrestler's ring. Ooh. And nice. like four, four or five wrestlers with it. It was a big haul. Yeah. And I got the, and that, that ring for me, man, I had Ricky, the dragon steamboat, you know, I had, uh, one of the tag team, uh, Brett, the Hitman Hart and his, his tag team deal. So the WWE ring, when I was a kid, that one jumps out a couple years ago, I got a, a VR headset too. I thought that was pretty cool. So I would say those ones stand out when they, when first asked. And I still have those. I have in, in a bin, my WWE figures, my brothers and mine, I've kept them. So, and I've been researching them a little bit, so I know that that had to ha- occur between uh, '84 and '89. Those were the years they produced those, so that so we can even yep. we can pinpoint that. Uh, <coughs> Chris also a giant wrestling dork for everybody out there who uh, who didn't know. Big Oiler fan and giant wrestling dork. Oh, they, yeah. Imagine <laughs> what luck my wife uh, for finding me. Um, okay, Brownie, a little more. Ho- <laughs> yeah, a little more hockey, but not Oilers related. Brownie, you scored uh, nearly 200 goals in the NHL. Uh, name. Oh I, I was hoping you could name a goalie as coming from the goalie union. Name a goalie you either knew you were going to score on when you were playing him, or a guy who you knew always had your number and you were not going to score on. Uh, Marty Brodeur was hard to score on and we played them a lot because he was in New Jersey. Uh, the favorite, I, it was funny. My favorite goal, uh, I had a breakaway on Dominic Hasek and it was right after the Olympics when Dominic Hasek stoned team Canada in the Olympics. And about, I don't know what it was one or two weeks afterwards. I had a breakaway on him, made him look stupid. And that was my (laughs) favorite goal. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, you guys should have taken me (laughs) just to sit on the bench (laughs) till the 12th round of the shootout. But then I would have been good. Love it. So Hasek, I like scoring on Hasek because I played with him in Chicago and he, nobody scored on him in practice. He was that good. Nice. All right. I'll go next. Struddy. My question to you, good sir. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Mm. Ooh, that's a tough one. Probably a little bit fuller buns, right? Like just fill up my pants a little bit more. Flat <laughs> 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 oh. okay. ass. Okay. I mean, that's your fault, Shaggy. You asked him. <laughs> All Struddy wants for Christmas is for his pants to be filled out a little better. Yeah, the, the buns, the buns, a little bit, but he, a little bit more Struddy, balloon. But uh, he's happy going from the back. He's happy filling them out at the back to push everything forward. Yeah. There you go, Brownie. If you could change one thing about Struds, what would it be? What? Everything. Um, well, let's see. Uh, I'd, I'd give him a little more hair. Um, <laughs> but we're gonna keep going here. Okay. Oh, oh, we um. No, wow. no, hey, list them off. You're, you're, you're. <laughs> uh, Struts. Uh, I honestly, if I could change one thing about him, uh, I can't. I would have given him some offensive ability oh, in hockey. Point. I would have yeah. given him a little offensive ability. That's yep. thank you, Brownie. That's you're a good welcome, one, actually. Yeah, thank you. That and some hair. Some more. No, hair. actually, the hair looks good. I like the hair, but the, the offensive ability is much, much more important. 
Yeah. Zuby's the only one that can chirp about hair on this podcast because the rest <laughs> yep. of us are the rest of us are hurting. Zuby, as the voice of the fan, you sit there as an Oiler fan and you listen to us three idiots jabbering on nonstop. So let me ask you this: as a big Oiler fan, and I know a fan of this podcast, which one of the three of us do you find yourself disagreeing with the most? Ooh. <laughs> Well, that, that's a Suck tough it one. up, do, bud. Do I do I throw my boss under the bus? Um, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm not, I. I probably I'm going to say Shoggy by like the smallest of margins, but lots of that has to do with, you know, I think there's time you play devil's advocate too, right? To, for to to move things along and to to give another voice to things because you're very involved there and so I think when in in doing that more often than not that's uh you're you're against you're against the fan Who voice me? at times yeah so you're you, saying me I would say you disagree so, yeah. with me more than the other guys probably it's by the slimmest of margins all right R- write that good. down <laughs> Looking forward to Steve Taylor closing out 2023's podcast. We've got three remaining. Chris, we'll see you in January. Yes, take care, fellas. Uh, whose turn? Brownie, why don't you have at her, pal? Okay, first, Zuby. Uh, I, I don't know anyone on the podcast that is watching has seen what he does to his house at Christmas. How long did it take you to set up your Christmas decorations? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's ongoing because I don't usually get a day, a full day to do something like that with the little ones around. So it's, it, you know, it's probably, it's probably a good, tw- you know, 12 plus 12 to 14 hours total. Cause it's like an hour here and an hour there. And we got oh. a new inflatable and the other inflatable broke down. So I had to send it back to Amazon and get the new one in there. So it's the whole thing is probably yeah, like 12, 12 to 14 hours, I would say. What? It's incredibly impressive. It is like nice. the video that you sent was incredible. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's, it's pretty well done. But meanwhile, we've got production things that haven't been getting done, <laughs> and details on the show have been falling <laughs> off of the face of the earth. But it's, your house looks great. My house looks funny, amazing, never... but it's still the same audio <clears throat> clips on the Strutty's World intro. Exactly. Yeah, we haven't got to freshen up that Strutty's World intro. It's funny. Shogger has never criticized. Uh, Zuby until today <laughs> when he finds out that he found that Zuby disagrees with Shogger. Interesting a, point. A poor I wonder what's decision. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brownie. All right, Shoggy. Uh, at yep. what point did you realize that if you wanted to stay involved in hockey, it wouldn't be as a player? <laughs> early i could have told early you early would be the answer to that what's that strudge i could have told you really early <laughs> uh when would that be that would be uh i'll give you an honest answer that would be when i came back for my second year in Kamloops, and uh my back was a mess i heard it in training camp I saw how good all these young players were, and I knew uh, I'm probably not going to make this team this year. <clears throat> and with my back feeling the way it does, probably should just shut her down. So I actually uh, went and did one game of color commentary. I went into the booth with Jeff Patterson, and I did color commentary for a team that I was playing on in Kelowna and absolutely loved doing that and realized, okay, Clearly not going anywhere in this game, so let's start talking about this game. 
And so I retired and I applied to BCIT and I was off to journalism school like 10 months later. So very start of my second year of juniors when the wheels came off, though I was never under any, under any illusions I was going to make any money playing hockey at any point. Very good. Very good. And uh, Struds, yeah. sitting in the, here's his two part, sitting in the dressing room before a game when they have the other teams line up on the chalkboard, which player worried you? Oh. And I'm talking about fighting. And what player, if you could have a fight over a redo of any fight you've had in your career, which one would you redo? Well, number the redo would be Sylvain Blouin. If I ran into him in a blockbuster parking lot, I would fight that guy. He jumped me. This guy jumped me one time. I, we fought earlier in the game. He jumped me right before uh, the All Star break, and I, I he 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 jumped me. He kind of I don't think he knocked me out, but he put me down, and I was so mad. And so the, I didn't get a chance to play for him except one time, and he's playing for Montreal. And I was with Chicago. I remember skating around telling everyone on my team, don't even look at that guy. I'm fighting him in this game. I don't care what happened. And he didn't play. I was so mad. So that's a guy I would beat him up in, a, in an alumni game if I got the chance. Um, and then who was I scared of? I think the guys that are scared of are just the monsters. Like, uh, you know, like um, like Peter Worrell, George LaRock. Like the guys that were just like six, 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 seven. You just couldn't reach them. And there was no chance. But if I narrowed down to one guy, I think Krista Oluwa, just because Ooh. he wanted to fight everything. I mean, he yeah. fought the puck, let's be honest. Hey, oh. But, uh, <laughs> but but he 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 wanted to fight every shift he was out there. Didn't get a lot, but when he was out there, he wanted to fight. So that's a guy. I love it. I love how he said, if I see that guy in a blockbuster parking lot, I'm going to fight him. There's no more blockbusters. That's not even possible. I would. I would fight that guy. God, it still bothers me. Still bothers me. All right, that leaves me then. I'm going to start with Zuby. Zuby, I too like wrestling. So I'm interested. Who is your favorite wrestler of all time? Boy, of all time, uh, I guess I would probably say Owen Hart was my favorite wrestler of all time. Oh, wow. Very sad, you know, sad, tragic end to that. I love when I was younger, I was a big Brutus Beefcake guy. And then I kind of transitioned too, and then I was was big into the hearts, Brett and Owen, but I always, as the younger brother in my family, I always had an affinity for Owen Hart. So I would say Owen Hart was probably my favorite of all time. Brownie, you're an amazing goal scorer, and uh, Marilyn Yu got you within spitting distance of 50 goals. Perfect setup man for you. Uh, who in today's NHL would be the guy that would help elevate you to that to that level Good again? Good question. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl. He's the best yeah. passer in the NHL, I think. I and he can do it both hands, left backhand, forehand. Uh, if there was a one, I would. If I could play with anyone in the NHL, I would play with Leon Dreisaitl because I wouldn't wow. see Connor. I would never see Connor because he would be so <laughs> far ahead of me. I'd yeah. be yelling, "Drop the puck!" But it would be offside because I wouldn't have crossed the blue line yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> so to me, it's Leon. You guys will get back to the bench. How's your shift, Connor? Not bad, yeah. Brownie. How was yours? <laughs> go out there. Brownie gasping one. for breath and Connor just fine. Uh, for the last one here, we'll have to suspend, obviously, any illusion of discipline for, for uh, Shogger. But let's assume okay. you did have the discipline. If you could carve out 60 minutes a day, Shogger, what would you do to help the status of your, your body right now? Because I know there's different issues you have. Uh, back, <laughs> knee, gout. Uh, the sniffles at times. <laughs> 60 minutes. So I would say that the answer for me is a combination of like just getting a good sweat on once a day, 
little bit of stretching and a little, just the tiniest little bit of thought put into what I'm ingesting, what I'm eating. So just like one hour of just solid thought process about what are you doing? Uh, I would say that is fairly lacking at this point, and that is why I have the metabolic age of 78 uh, at 46 <laughs> years of age. So, Struds, there's so much room for improvement, buddy. But how about just make myself sweat now and then? How would that be for a start? That feels good. Because Brownie's doing it. Brownie's on a roll. What are you up to? Like? Are you doing good, Brownie? Five, uh, minimum five days a week, every week. I love it. Good for you. That's yeah, mm-hmm. so good. I actually have been on a pretty good little run on the Peloton here. I Good. I've, I've got her going, and I'm going to turn a corner here, uh, hopefully, and uh, can get myself feeling. What's your name? Uh, What's your name on the Peloton? I got to follow uh, you. Reesh, uh, I think I'm Reesh 77 on the Peloton. Okay. Yeah, I'm Struds 34. I'm going to follow you. I want to come Struds find 34. you so we can push each other. Okay, Struds 34. I'll find you as well. Any yeah. New Year's resolutions, boys, before we do our gem of the day? Anything, Struds? Because you're going to be off for a few days. Uh yeah, no, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. You know, uh. can we make some suggestions? <laughs> Brownie, you want to chime in with any ideas for him? Uh, yeah, well, I, I I think he may want to have someone proofread some of his Strutty's worlds yeah. before he goes to, to go to yeah. camera. Um, I'm not sure if he's doing it on purpose or not, but it's like, oh my god. So he, I think I think he needs a proofreader. That's the only thing that I think he needs to do in the new year. Zuby, any New Year's resolutions for you, pal? I'll probably try to get some more, get more sleep. Probably arrange my uh, my timing to get a little bit more sleep. Yeah. And uh, the usual, I got to drop a few lbs. I got some good news on my cholesterol before the break, but uh, oh, nice. Overall, you know, you can improve everything, uh, your joints and your uh, everything else, blood pressure and whatnot by being a little lighter. So. Oh, I'm, that just I'm, I'm reminded me. Yeah. More joints in the new year. Good call. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. There you go. That's yours, Brownie. <laughs> Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> Gonna hit it a little harder. Yeah, no, and for me, it's simple. Just uh, hack off that holiday six before the six yeah. pounds before the end of January. Just try and get my shit together. So, uh, good stuff, Zuby. We make a lot of fun of you, but you do a fantastic job on the mm-hmm. podcast, buddy. We love having you. Great work as always, my friend. I appreciate time it. for that's a gem fun. of the. Yeah, time for a gem of the day. Brought to you by Edmonton's most iconic home for everything sport: United Sport and Cycle. Their annual Boxing Week is on now. Scratch and save 10 to 60% off store-wide and site-wide on the website. Time to get yourself what you missed out on at Christmas time. Visit www.unitedsport.ca. I'm sure we all have something in mind. Struds, what do you got for Gem of the Day, buddy? Well, I'm going to go with finally the truth being spoken by uh, Zuby. And he said that by the slimmest of margins, although we know that's not true, he (laughs) said he disagrees with Shogger the most on the podcast. Yeah, that was bold. (laughs) That was a bold statement for him to make. Bold move, Cotton. Brownie, you got a nominee for gem of the day? I do. And it it, it made me giggle when Strudge said that Olawa, what is it? Olawa, is that how you said his name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He he won to fight everyone on the ice, including the puck. And I played (laughs) against him a lot and it was true. So yeah, that is absolutely the gem of the day. Zuby, what do you got? Well, I guess you're uh, maybe Shogger's inner uh, wrestling fan coming to the surface that I was not aware of that. So that, <laughs> Oh, you like that one, did that you? That was a gem for me, yeah. 
Well, as we wrap the show, the true gem of the day, without a doubt, was Jason Strudwick making the statement, uh, I wish my pants were filled out a little better. I think that is the uh, I think that is the winner, winner, chicken dinner, as we say, good day and bit adieu to the guys. Struds, I know you're going to have a couple of days, uh, some relaxation, so we'll chat with you. Have a great time with your family, and uh, great job, pal. Yeah, thanks, guys. We'll see you. Talk to you in the new year. Okay, Brownie, we'll talk over the next couple of days. Thank you kindly. Thanks to all of you. Hope you've had a great holiday season. Oilers back in action right away here. They got the San Jose Sharks coming up uh, on Thursday night. We will drop a post-game podcast for that one. Look forward to it. Great job, Zuby. Thanks, buddy. Take care, folks. We'll talk to you after the game.